Welcome to Marsha's Play. We're going to change it up a little bit on you. Sometimes you just want to show some love. Before I start the show, I like to give some glow to community. Community. Y'all, I'm Money. I'm Nikita. And we are Queer Walk the Podcast. Podcast for queer women of color. And we exist to excite and unite the Queer Walk community. Yes. And you are listening to Marsha's Plate Black Black Trans Trans Talk. Talk. Yes. Not only are Diamond, Mia, and Z all baddies. All baddies. Yes. But they also come through with the nuanced and new perspectives on things like pop culture, politics, Music, movies. All the things. Yes. Oh, and them reviews of posts. Oh. Check them out. To die for. We love them, and so should you. Yo, join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hey. What's going on? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, I had a really good week this week. Mm Mm-hmm. Not great, but it was good. Why? Um, I made my bonus at work. Yeah. Amen. I um didn't have any white people being white people at work. Oh, I did today. Oh, you did. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> we did a guest appearance on single simulcast. That was fun. Yes. Go check that out. Um, it was a week full of the least amount of microaggressions from white people that I've had in a long time. But I feel like the universe owed me for all the microaggressions I dealt with at the conference (laughs) the week before. (laughs) 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 So, you know, I I felt like they were trying to balance, the universe was trying to balance it out. Even it out. (laughs) Right. So it was like, we served you this at, um, you know, at the Philly Wellness Conference, so we gonna kind of tone it down. And Just work. give you a little piece. <laughs> but we're gonna go back to normal next week. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a real early morning. Uh, it's gonna be a busy day. Uh, it's gonna be a busy week. <laughs> it's the white people next week. I'm I'm uh, anticipating. But I'm ready for their ass because they got me and my ancestors fucked up, and they think I'm gonna let it slide. So, I want to talk about how to be an anchor, adjust, and be there for a transitioning partner. For those that don't know, an anchor is a person or thing that provides strength and support. Keeps you grounded. As far as trans people, you know, how to be a good partner, how to be there for your partner. Uh, Well, the reason I bring this up is because one of my friends, um, her partner um, is now transitioning. So she wanted to know how she could be there for him. So, and on um, as far as me, it's it's a little more. I don't think it's very specific as far as trans men, but for me, I just know that you know when dysphoria is speaking and not the real Z is speaking. You know what I'm saying? So, a lot of the time, it could 
come off like, okay, this motherfucker is insecure. But then a lot of the time, it can be around dysphoria. A lot of the the problems I have, a lot of the problems me and Mia go across is a lot has to do with uh, dysphoria. As a couple. Right. So, and also, I want to speak on... You know, if you are the partner and your partner is trans, don't forget to look out for yourself as well. Why you And say what that? you need. Because, like, you don't want to put up with somebody's, you know, insecure bullshit all the time. What you mean? So, no, I'm not coming for you. I'm just saying Oh, I know you're not coming for me because I'm not insecure. Uh, no, I wasn't saying you were. I'm going to keep it cute. So, basically, I just want to... No, I'm, I'm just... No, but so, like, what would you say? And I need to know. Can you clarify it? Because I, I didn't get it. What do you mean? Like, you want to up, put up with your, your Like, partners? say if mm-hmm. your partner just Make takes right. out their own insecurities out on you, make sure that you look out for yourself. But what do you mean? Like, if they take out their insecurities for you, make sure you look out for yourself. So are you saying don't help your partner if they have insecurities? Just, like, pay or dust and make sure you're good? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying know your limit. Like, know when you know, okay, this isn't right for me. This person is too toxic. Make sure, despite all of that, you know, you look out for yourself. But anyways. What's the limit? It's different for different people. Yeah. It is. It's different. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I can't deal with, like, I think that's one of the reasons why I don't really work well with trans men Mm -hmm. is because I don't, I can't deal with that. Right. I can't deal with it. um, Mm, Dysphoria. I don't have the patience for it. Mm -hmm. Um. Or, or insecurities about your manhood. Because, like, for I've, I've said this before. I know when I've um, I felt disrespected in the situation with the guy that I was talking to. Mm-hmm. I felt like he was, um, like, putting, putting himself on a pedestal. How so? Um, intellectually. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, he would... He would just do this little shit that I'm like, like, let, let me give you an example. So say we having a conversation and um, he, we were having a conversation about um, pain, like mm-hmm. say, pain, you know, the pain that you go through, trauma you go through, da, 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 da. So he asked me about pain. Now, let me explain something to you right now in my life. It's very little stress. Like I have cultivated my life in a in a way that I don't have things just in my life causing me anxiety and stress. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't. Like I've and when it is, I get rid of it. Right. <laughs> I'm like, like this is my way of taking care of myself. I feel yeah. like it's like basic getting shit. Getting rid of toxic to, energy. Basic stuff you had to input in relationships. Period. Like if you have to be on the same level mentally with somebody you're dealing with so you could be there and you could be there and comfort people Mm -hmm. you know that's important as far as being an anchor you have to comfort them and you know remind them that you're beautiful if she's a trans woman you're beautiful you're handsome he's a trans man you know and at the same time make sure that person is on your level like as far as mindset and yeah, it's it's like basic relationship shit you really have to input, but but everybody doesn't know the basic. Every everybody's so basic isn't me, basic. Let me finish. True, true. So I was ex- so I was I was basically when he asked me about pain, I was explaining to him that um you know how I've cultivated my life as an adult. 
Mm-hmm. I I don't have when I'm um. You learn shit as you grow, as you live. Yeah. You learn how to prevent yourself from being traumatized. You right. learn how mm-hmm. to prevent stress. You learn how to do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm 37. I'm not fucking 21. Right. Where I would deal with stress and I would deal <laughs> with somebody being problematic. And you get what I'm saying? Where I was trying to make things work with people who are shady. Uh-huh. I'm not that. So right now in my life, I have cultivated a life where all I do is go to work come home, go travel to things that I want to have fun and enjoy around people that I like. Uh So, and come home, go work again and go out to eat. And, you know, I I do really non-stressful things. I play Mm -hmm. video games. I do things that make me happy. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, um, I just have a low stress life. So when he was asking me about pain and how I deal with pain, (laughs) that was my way of having, having to deal with it. So he started to go, he went into this whole little thing about, um, he just went into this rant about compassion and yeah. um, and you I'm not and how everybody has pain if you don't have pain and I wasn't saying it like I didn't have pain I'm just saying that my level of stress and pain right now in this current state of my life is really really low so how I deal with it on a day-to-day basis may be different from somebody else. I can just go get a pedicure and that, mm-hmm. and that's fine for me because right. I don't just have these deep, emotional, anxious, angry, trauma situations mm-hmm. in my yeah. life right now. So he screenshotted the definition of compassion, mm-hmm. like the literal definition of compassion. Mm-hmm. And... And I'm like, why are you screenshotting words? And I'm like, that doesn't make sense to me. Why are you screenshotting words? I know the definition of this word. So I say back to him, I say, yeah, that's the definition of the word, but that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. And what I'm telling you is I don't have some high levels of pain to have to deal with. So the little bit of little bit of stress that I go through, um, you know, I do think like I, I do some self-care things to take care of and I'm good. And so... He goes into this. Do we have to um, narrow down? Uh, do, can we can we have a conversation while I without it um, without we? What did he say? Can we have a conversation without it being narrowed down to de- meanings and definitions of things? That seems to be all that we do. And I'm like, motherfucker, you just screenshotted a word to me. <laughs> you narrowed it down to. Word definitions, definitions, motherfucker. You just screenshotted the definition of a word. And so we'll get into this big-ass argument, and he'll try to, once I call him out, he'll try to, oh, you're being emasculating. <laughs> once I once he gets me to turn up, so at first I'm trying to avoid the turn up. Like, mm-hmm. yo, I'm just trying to explain this to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then when I turn up, then you like, wanna then you gotta drop it. You the victim now. Oh, you're silencing me. Oh, oh my God, you're emasculating me. You're making me feel like a bitch. And if I and if I was with a cisgender man and you're doing some bitch ass nigga shit, I might say, stop fucking acting like a bitch. But because I am dealing with a trans man that kind of language can be emasculating. But I'm not thinking about it. I'm not, in my mind, I'm not thinking about it as to emasculate you. This is how I would talk to any nigga I'm fucking with. And so he would go through this process of his insecurity started to be a problem for us. 
And I would be like, you know what? I can't deal with this. Like, I can't deal with this type of, um, I don't know what to call it. It's like you fucking. Also, a lot, like, I I saw a lot of trans men complain that people feel like they should baby us, too. Because not all trans men want, like, not all trans men are emotional. You know what I mean? That's also another thing. And, um. (laughs) <laughs> I don't find him emotional. I find him passive aggressive. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I didn't say you were. I'm just saying, like, also, not every trans man wants to be like, oh, like what Mia does. I didn't mean to call you girl. I call everybody girl. But I, but, when, but no, but, listen. But no, no way. But no, like, okay. Just let me interject, and I'll let you finish. The when I clear stuff up, I don't because it's because I know we're both trans. I know that you could you could say something to me, and because I don't know if you're being shady, if you and if you if you're not being I don't know if you're being shady if you're not I have to know what how you said when you said that and how you meant it right and right. so when I say stuff to you because I know I've said stuff to you before and you be like oh no nah, you called me a girl so mentally you think that I'm a woman type tease and we talked about that before and I'm like no I, I slip up with everybody even cis men and I when I say girl it just be like you know like you know how you be talking to your good girlfriends and so I get to talking to Z like I'm talking to one of my good my good girlfriends because this is my best friend and i'll be like girl and i'll be like no babe no i didn't mean it like that like and i always clear it up because i don't want him to think that because it's a miss it's a it's a it's a a reoccurring thing that happens with trans people and z you know this like when you when you when you go around somebody who accepts you being trans and calls you the right pronouns but messes up sometimes but they could they try to call you the right pronouns all the time but internally they think even though they say they accept you as the woman or the man that you want to be but mentally they're like yeah you still a, a still a woman or mentally yeah you're still a man but i'll respect you if that's what you want to be called so so if i if i mentally respect you if I know, as I, if I mentally respect you um, as a woman or as a man, that that's your subconscious talking. So your conscious is saying that no, you're a woman. And so when you misgender me, your conscious is telling you exactly what the fuck you were you were thinking when you were talking to me, and your subconscious kind of fucked up and said, "Oops, I didn't mean to translate that like that." So when I speak to Tess, I'm Tessa. See my sister talking to me. When I speak to Z like that. I, I correct myself and, and let him, and let him know and understand that babe no I wasn't it's not was my conscious speaking it, it's definitely my subconscious and it's not something that's misconstrued you know because I'm I'm just yes, yes yeah. I was I was saying I was saying that you correct yourself and you say that I just said I was saying that's what you say mm-hmm. so I don't I don't take that to heart and a lot of us don't take it to heart. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm trying to say. A I just meet us, the ones that do. <laughs> <laughs> right. A lot of us are relaxed. We just be chilling. Like, so a lot of we don't need to be baby. We don't need to be. Oh, you're a trans man, so I'm. I know you were in tune with your emotional side. Like when you make things, a lot of people make things awkward. Make that stereotype. Right. They, they may make not it have awkward. Nothing to do with that. Exactly. So I would say you have to know who you're dealing with. Like if you already in a relationship with a person before they start transitioning you already get a feel of who they are hormones can affect them a lot you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but their personality doesn't really change their heart doesn't change you know what i mean so you have to get a feel of the person if they change completely they most likely feel in their pussy and just want to 
or they, you know, hot whatever they have. <laughs> or you just seeing the real person, but like, you oh know. yeah, even it could be a more a happier version of them. And if you dating a trans person and they already transition when you come into their lives, just kind of understand who the person is mentally and spiritually before physically. Don't just rush into when it comes to physical stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just like any other situation. So that's why I've been able to get, why I feel like I've been rejected by trans women more is because it goes straight to the physical or straight to stereotypes a lot of the times. And then with cis women, they'll kind of be like, oh, okay, they'll be kind of more understanding because I don't know what it is. It's probably the social acceptance of women being gay. Probably so. No shade. Probably so. And that's I probably why, I, not not being gay, it's the social acceptance for women to be more liberal with their sexuality. But, but with me, I never told cis women off the top I was trans. I would tell them after, which is kind of, mm, I would tell them after like a couple weeks and then they'll be cool with it every time. Of course, because they've gotten involved with you. They done, they see, they've gotten an understanding of the man that you're presenting. But however, that, that I, when you tell them that you're trans, they've already thought of you from the beginning when you're talking that, hey, I'm, I'm speaking to a cis man. So when you tell him that you're trans, yeah, it's kind of yeah. like, oh, okay, well, yeah, it's just a little something extra. Um, I, don't, I don't particularly agree with that. Okay. <laughs> I think sometimes because of the biases and because of what people have built up, mm -hmm. ideas and stereotypes about people in their mind about trans folks, when you tell them you trans, you turn into whatever that stereotype is. Right. They don't necessarily mm. just go with it and say, and, oh, okay, uh, I understand. This and is us, special kind of and us in the community <laughs> have our own stereotypes, yeah, exactly. and they're problematic That's a lot true. of the time. That's true. Yeah, they. I think one of the things that um, we have to understand when you're being a good ally um, or anchor to people, you got to understand you – there's no way to be a perfect ally, first of all. <laughs> There's no way to be a perfect anchor. You're going to make mm -hmm. mistakes. You're going to, um, especially if, you, um, if you're if you going through the transition with this person from the beginning of their transition, mm -hmm. it may be a little bit easier for you, for you to acknowledge the new pronouns, the new name, yeah. the new thing, if you meet them as this new person. But yeah. if you are going from... You've been Shauna all of our relationship, and now you to Sean, or now you to Dion. Yeah, I know it could be um, freaky and scary. You know, right? It can be scary. It can be, you know, the the emotional labor that it takes to deal with the testosterone, to deal with the estrogen, because you know it goes. There's a there's a, a chemical process that, that that changes in how you feel, your emotionality. Mm -hmm. um, you really have to be strong uh, like mentally to deal with somebody who's transitioning because baby when i tell you my whole hormones change like 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 stuff from you can ask z i just be crying at the drop of a dime like for no <laughs> right babe mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's just like it's not even that and as a but not even as a trans ally, as a trans person that person that's transitioning that has an ally, quote unquote, or an anchor. Keep in mind the the that you're gonna be going through emotional things and because you're going through a transition right, too. yeah. So you, you need are, to if you have a trans child, if you have a trans lover, when they are, go through their transition, you are going through a transition too. Mm -hmm. Yours is just not physical. I was right. I was in a relationship when I started my transition. And because she already knew about trans people, it wasn't 
luckily, it wasn't really no big switch. It was just like, okay, this is what we're going to do. But I was scared because I went in a relationship as a woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, in my mind, I was like, will I be woman enough for her? Like, But that don't really matter. Like, <laughs> at the same time, like, will I be fit? Because I know she doesn't. I thought she didn't really like men, but it turned out that she's kind of attracted to men, but more so women. So I was like, okay, cool. So what if she was just attracted to you? No, she's attracted to men as well. Yeah, so as time went on, she felt more comfortable expressing her feelings Mm -hmm. and how she felt. So it was just interesting. Understand that you do not have to understand somebody's identity to respect it. Amen. (laughs) like i think that's a really really heavy simple concept (laughs) it's heavy but it's simple as well like like you don't need to know the ins and outs and whys of why trans folks are what they are to respect their pronouns to respect their identity to respect you know, how they navigate the world. Also, a good way is if they're on hormones, remind them, hey, you took your shot or... Oh, yeah. Um, you took your, you know, your hormones or, mm-hmm. you know, or just reminding them of appointments and asking them stuff like when you get your blood work done or like look up doctors if mm-hmm. that's, if something, if surgeries is something that's they want to do. That's being supportive. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's being supportive. Also know that there is no one right way to be transgendered. How your partner is trans may not be how when you look up stuff, right. this this person trans manifests in their life. Yeah, everybody's Everybody journey is different. different. Everybody's mm-hmm. journey is different. How far they want to go, how far they don't want to go, how um, things, medicines they want to take. Because some people might not want to get on testosterone. Some people may not want to get on estrogen. Some people might. Some people might not want to go through the whole bottom surgery, get the sex change, and not get the sex change. It just depends. Everybody's transition, the finish line is different, and we'll talk about a little bit about this later on, but everybody's transition is not the same. So as an ally, make sure that when you become a partner, when you become an anchor to a trans person, that you um, understand that you have to listen to that person so you can know what type of trans person that they are. Right. Um, and, and that goes along with continuing to educate yourself. I think that that mm-hmm. makes you a really, really great anchor when you don't know basic shit. No, no, no. no. That makes you a bad anchor. Oh, yeah, yeah, my basic bad. Shit. <laughs> but it makes you a great anchor Anchor when we you don't do have to <laughs> spoon feed you every single detail about everything. There's going to be some things that you don't understand. And you, there are going to be some things you never understand. Yes. And you don't have to. But Even if, if you're trans. Even if shit, yeah. even us as trans folks, if you don't, we don't understand, understand some shit, then take it upon <laughs> yourself to fucking Google it uh-huh. and learn or on your own. Them. The most or disrespectful thing is to show up to a conversation not knowing what the fuck you're talking about. Or ask Amen. them directly, you know? Yeah. Just know that you're coming in from the outside in. So and many changes that happen. Be, be yeah. ready to learn. Don't come in with your own perceptions and how things are supposed to go, especially if you're not a fucking trans woman or trans man. Just be ready and I'm excuse my language to the our listeners who's cut, you know. I didn't you know, I have my banjee moments now. But um just accept your your partner for who they are and make sure that you're doing the basics 
and the 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 extra work especially if you see certain things like like cheer your partner on like make sure that they're motivated and and, it, and make sure you're keeping in contact make sure make sure when you have a busy schedule you're reaching out to them make sure you make you make time for them call, call them beautiful call them handsome just make sure that they're a part of your everyday life as well as your jobs or whatever you have you know it just makes the life it makes being with someone better when you can understand them and as an anchor a person who is your lover you have a level of intimacy with a trans person that other people do not. So there's conversations that you're going to be privy to. Um, when we're when we are exploring our ideas and our ideologies around transgenderness, sometimes you are going to be the one who we discuss these things with. So we're not going to have all the answers, and sometimes we're going to be um, exploring these ideas with you. And it's not necessarily that it's set in stone. It's just that we're talking about it. So, for example, there's there's subject matters like um, birth name, um, photographs before transition, um, um, oh, it was surgeries we have or don't have or want to have, <laughs> questions relating to sexual positioning, sexual like, sexual relationships. Some of those conversations are really... I don't want to have them conversations with people yeah. that I don't fucking know. And so you are my anchor. So I might. You don't? I don't mind. It was Well, this... I don't. Not Well, I, some people like in certain spaces, like if I'm, if I'm at a trans conference, of course mm-hmm. I'm going to be open and talk. Um, or if I'm up with, with some cisgender people that I enjoy being around, mm-hmm. of course I'm going to be open. But you're not just going to catch me having just conversations about my sexual positioning. I you know, will. I, I, I like to educate me, people. But you're that type of person. I'm not that. So I'm very much so. Oh, you want to know about this? Oh, okay, well come come over. Let's have a seat. Let me pull you up a glass yeah, of tea. I, I feel sometimes I feel like it's none of your fucking business. Like I'm, and I don't want you. Then are you gonna be fetishizing me, thinking about me? And oh. um, well, not just sexual, but it's just it's just stuff that people don't want to talk about. To my sexual, why are you asking me sexual questions? Like, am I being objectified in your mind right now? Mm-hmm. Why are you even asking me? Because I'm not gonna ask somebody. I'm not going to volunteer it. So why are you asking me about my sexual relationship? It's just I'm, the motivation is weird mm-hmm. if people are asking me about that. I just think that, like, like you know when to bring that up. Like, you don't just – like, I don't just normally talk about that with anybody, like, any random Joe or Jane. But That's what I'm talking about. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, like, it would have to be a tone of the topic where we were kind of in that type of zone, and then you mentioned it, and I'm like, okay, you know, I don't mind. We're kind of – you know, we're sharing. I can see that you're trying to learn, and then I'm going to educate. But, like, if you off the top say, oh, do you have a sex change or not? Bitch, yeah, I don't weird. know you, girl. Yeah, that's where I'm. That's uh, see, I'm talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. I know what people you mean. that not. Yeah. I'm not that you don't really know like that, mm-hmm. or or you know them, but you're just not on that comfortable level. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna be one to talk to you about that shit. <laughs> and an anchor, I may be, I may be, I may be open and willing to talk to you about how if I'm a trans man, how I might want to explore penetration. Mm-hmm. If I'm a trans woman, how I might want to explore penetrating something. Mm-hmm. Um, how without and I don't want to be, I don't want you to come back and have this judgment. I don't want you to come and if I'm exploring these elements of my sexuality with you because you are my anchor, I don't want to, um, I don't want to um, have to accept, um, not just accept, have to deal with you 
questioning my identity, questioning my sexuality. From your partner? From my partner based on your your stereotypes of what a man does and what a woman does and what da 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 da. (laughs) I don't want to have to argue with my partner about me exploring my sexuality as a trans person. But you want to know what's crazy? Uh Uh-huh. Me and Z actually go there. Like, we actually go through, like, we actually talk to each other like, okay, I don't know, I kind of felt like a nigga there. And I don't know. And then he'll be like, no, that was kind of, I feel real emotional. I feel kind of fishy. And so, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so funny. I've never we said do. that in my life. <laughs> 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 that don't sound like Z at all. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but we were okay so we've been having very great sex lately uh-huh. and we were doing like r- different positions and like you know uh, you you know what i went too far oh i was i was so too- before you got to ask me to cut it out you go stop good job Mia. <laughs> good job the come on say by the bell <laughs> Baby. So y'all have situations that y'all do, and it kind of questions y'all <laughs> position, right? Yeah. Okay, I get that. Yeah, as trans people, your whole perception of how you see gender starts to change. So it's kind of important if you have a partner for them to change. For I don't know, as a trans person, you kind of want their perceptions to change too, mm-hmm. naturally. Yes. So I would I would suggest to definitely be open about what you like, what you want to mm-hmm. explore new things you want to try, et cetera, et cetera. Communication. Mm. Another thing of, as an as a, as a anchor that you need to know is some understand that people's trans identity is their personal information and you shouldn't share that with people mm-hmm. without asking Permission. Them. Yeah, without permission. You know, so even if you are mm-hmm. my anchor, like understand that that's my tea. I want to be able to share my own tea. Mm-hmm. I don't eat just because whatever the circumstances that makes you feel like this is appropriate to tell, I want you to understand that you need to come oh, and ask girl. me. I was just telling me that well, earlier. Oh, girl. Okay. Okay. She so, okay. Tea to, my tea to everybody. Right. Uh, okay. But you know, I'm the girl. I'm that girl. I'll be in the, I'll be in well, the Uber and say, I'm, Heck, I sure do. Right. But don't if you my motherfucking tea. nigga, then you, you should be okay to... with me spilling no. your motherfucking tea. If I'm no. saying, hey, bitch. We're yes. trying to teach anchors how We're to be anchors. We're trying to teach people you... how to be expressive and l- be and in their truth. And respect boundaries. Oh, girl. And respect people's feelings, <laughs> maybe. That's feelings, what I'm going to be like. Boundaries. Okay, so. Okay, no, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Me right now is not being a good anchor. Y'all don't do me like that. Like right at this moment, you are listening to no. an anchor not being a good anchor. <laughs> it is not appropriate for anyone. I know my man better than I do. Than uh-huh. he does. No, listen, listen, listen. So what? You, so what you telling me is, if some motherfucking, if we're walking down the motherfucking street and some motherfucking niggas come up to me and say you a motherfucking tranny and we about to beat your motherfucking ass, you not gonna say you a tranny too? And it's no reason me? to. We you just, just beat them up. Square up. Right. What the fuck you mean? <laughs> Right. It's no words that need to be what? talked. What? You just square up. That's it. You don't need to say we don't need to say identity. Ooh. The fuck? These hands. I am these hands. This is, my hands are my identity right now. I am and this you can't fair fight. Right. That's that's all it is. So, no, you do not spill your at your partner's tea without permission without permission ask them (laughs) let them do it let them deem it appropriate for you to um 
for their tea to be spilled. Yes. So totally, 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 totally respect that. The next thing is avoid compliments or advice based on stereotypes around trans people or how men and women should look or act. So let me give you an example. Oh, my God, you look like a real woman today. I never would have known you were trans. Or. <laughs> like, that is the worst. What about this one? You look so pretty for a trans, a tranny. I wouldn't even be able to tell. <laughs> <laughs> That's like similar to that one. Um, Somebody you told would, me that the other day. <laughs> you would look less trans if you, you know, got a better wig or, you know, shaved better or oh. you wore better makeup. <laughs> Or you know so what? and so, etc. Or you know you what? Somebody actually, somebody actually did that. Did me like that, bitch. We uh, we we went to my friend's house. It was a group of us, so it's like five of us in the living room. Mm. We smoke. We in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> they all know you smoke. <laughs> I don't know why you backed up. Oh with that yeah, one. so we were smoking or whatever, you know. And um, my um, one of my friends is a makeup artist, and now he's like a really top hairstylist here in Houston. Uh, but at the time he wasn't, he was about to go on the Oprah show and um, on OWN. And uh, my friend was like, well, they get to talking about makeup and how he prepared for television, television and how he used primer and how long his makeup stayed on it. <laughs> he, he goes, well, can you give me some techniques? I think I think Mia need a little help. Oh. I said, um, mm. <laughs> your friend did this in front of the other friend. But no, we were okay. So it wasn't like shade. It was like you know how somebody don't know they're throwing shade, like being shady, and it's they're trying to help. Yeah, it wasn't but intentional. The impact was shady as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> impact versus intent. Okay, and so I was like, oh my gosh, bitch! I understand that you didn't mean anything by it, but, but that was girl, shade. So that's that's a perfect example. Another one is no real man will wear clothes like that. You should change if you want people really to not know that you're transgender. Wait, you should oh. what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or mm, I date him even though he's transgender. <laughs> Stuff like that. You think these are backhanded compliments? They are. These are in the same vein of. It's micro. You're pretty for a dark skin girl. It's not the weirdest <laughs> thing that I've done. Right. Oh, that's a good one too. It's oh, I've done worse. <laughs> I've dated the weirder weirdest people. Thing. I'm pretty kinky. <laughs> mm -hmm. I like kinky things. Um, another thing that anchors can do to really push the envelope forward and make your trans partner comfortable mm -hmm. is be outspoken. Be yes. Speak out in support of trans people's rights. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Show that you care. Yeah, be Show that you yeah, care. You don't have to tell our team to do this. Right. <laughs> um, support trans people when it comes to discrimination. Um, Speak out when family is misgendering you, baby. Because I, I would <laughs> do what I was about to, right, baby. <laughs> but I, that's what you're supposed to. I do. mean, I just to, you gotta mm -hmm. be protective about your people. I couldn't. I just couldn't sit there and let her call him so so many she's. I don't care for fuck how long it's been since you've seen him. 
bitch mm. you're not finna sit there and call my nigga a she to me so basically you calling me a he girl get off the phone <laughs> um make sure that your actions are put are mm, are mm. to push inclusivity not just tolerance Mm. Mm. that's very very important tolerance is so baseline we passed that yeah like we, tolerance we is like i'm I, I don't like white people but i'm working with you and we have to work together so i have to deal with you no i don't right. like black people and i'm a racist or vice, vice versa but I, I have to work with you so i have to tolerate you but i wished i wasn't but you know what since i'm working with you i'm gonna give you a pass i'm tolerating it i'm just not gonna say nothing yeah but any chance that i get i'm gonna be like Boots. Because I'm just tolerating it. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to make a change. I'm not really trying to be inclusive. I don't really want your motherfucking ass here. This freak shit coming in my bathroom, mm-hmm. and I gotta deal with this shit. Oh no! Just use your privilege. To yeah. So help as a cis partner. person, if you are a cis anchor, because mm-hmm. um, we all know that anchors are not always cis. Sometimes true, it's a trans true, anchor. True. Clearly on this show. <laughs> um, even though sometimes they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's her. Um, <laughs> so if you are a cis anchor, use your privilege um, to change these spaces, especially when it comes to like bathrooms, when it comes to like policy changes, when it comes to um, making your partner com- comfortable in spaces that you all might frequent. Mm-hmm. You know, be conscious of that. Um, also be conscious of... Um be conscious of the way that you you have to know your partner mentally. That way you don't mistake their actions for other things. Like say for instance, don't confuse that with you have to be able to read your partner's mind. Yeah, don't you your can't do that. Your partner be able to communicate. Right. Their feelings yes. Yeah, but well you, and in a healthy way. They can't be fucking attacking you. They can't be disrespecting you cuz they're trans and mm-hmm. then blaming it on their transness. Oh, I'm being shady. I'm being shady to your motherfucking ass cuz I'm trans <laughs> and then I'm blaming I'm blaming it on dysphoria. Unhealthy. Yeah, I'm being exactly. unhealthy and yeah, being shady to you, and then I'm like, oh, it's because I'm trans. <laughs> Get the fuck yes. out of here! You, no. say, uh, <laughs> you as an anchor deserve respect as well, right? And they should communicate their feelings with respect and dig- dignity, dignity, treating you well as well. That's what I was saying mm-hmm. when Mia was trying to come for me. <laughs> what? What's the limit? There Shut is no up. limit. The limit is, and every well, there is limits, but the, the limit. It's different for different people. Right. And if your limit is yeah. too far, uh, <laughs> sometimes you got to let people go. <laughs> yeah. say that sometimes y'all just as toxic for each other. Exactly. You got to let them break up. <laughs> Bitch, if you don't have no good days, you <laughs> might want to think go. about it. You might have let it go. But if, you, if both of y'all are consciously trying to work it out and get through this and it be in each other's life and be loving to each other, then, you know, it's healthy communication that can mm-hmm. be going on. And, you and you know, you don't have to read people's minds, mm-hmm. but kind of anticipate some things happening. Yeah, anticipate. because, you know, when you've been with somebody for a long time, uh-huh. like, like your mom, your mom know exactly what to say to you to piss you off. Mm-hmm. 
She know and exactly what to say to you to make you happy. So that like those things that you learn about somebody by being with them all the time, those certain characteristics, just pay attention to that. Like me and Z, okay, for per- a perfect example. Me and Z, like when I we go in public because we've had problems with um in the past with when I, I i stopped hormones so i got a little hard and i was being able to get um i was being clocked frequently and it made it it made um uh, my boyfriend uncomfortable and because he didn't um because i didn't what what you trying to see why i'm going to it yeah i'm trying but i'm you, it sounds like you blaming his uncomfortableness with society on you not being hormone. So you taking blame for that. That's no, not I'm not taking blame for that. But I I mean, I could have took my hormones. But what I'm I'm not taking blame for it. But what I'm saying is that I was when when you know you get clocked a lot, you uh, you for me, I'm nervous in public. I get really nervous because I'm like, okay, bitch, I, I get to looking at everybody. I'm trying to see if I'm in a good space. I need to panic. make sure I'm like, okay. And when I, once I look everywhere and I make sure everybody's good, I'm, I'm constantly paying attention because there's been, there's been times in my life where I wasn't paying attention and then I got lit up by some nigga or, or, or I get, this has happened to me and that's happened to me. So I'm very alert. And when I get like jittery and stuff, I'm like, okay, I need to know my surroundings because living life as a black trans woman is crazy. Cause diamond, you can understand man you went to the store one time back in the day and remember that time that 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 nigga had two niggas that came up to me you remember that and you was like i'm not i'm not no victim because i had i went on to the um other section of walmart and went got some mace or something you was like bitch i don't give a fuck if they come bitch we twirling i don't like no nigga to i don't like to feel like i'm a victim that's my thing remember that and so it's just like instant i wouldn't i wasn't even worried about nobody but these niggas was following me in the store and walmart so stuff is happened to me in the past to make me like that but what i'm saying is this is what i'm saying know your partner if you know your partner and you know that they get nervous and stuff you can't you won't misinterpret it for something else that's true that's what i'm saying i can see that and understand if you have the privilege of that's learning yeah yeah you use that privilege in 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 creating a calm space for your partner if Mm -hmm. that's the if that's if that's the particular situation but i do want to say this too and it's not long just as you should definitely like you should definitely help the situation like you don't make it worse yeah don't make it worse help the situ- situation and then be able to talk to your partner and communicate so putting this all into action i have a link in the show notes to um a great resource for anchors and even if you're just an ally and you want to just learn some tips it goes into politics it goes into you know all kinds of stuff that maybe some things you haven't thought about in regards to helping um helping yourself be a great ally um i hope at this point that we've given you small tools not just i don't want you just to use these it's some other things that you need to do (laughs) it's other things that you can do um i want you to take this knowledge that you need to be an ally for trans people that are in your life um and um take it and expand it go do some research start with the link down in the information box oh my god i want to thank all of our new patrons this week thank you thank you thank you yay 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 so not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast you know 
I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community and I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here so you're not only helping to sustain us you're helping to sustain other people in a community because I put my money where my mouth is you know that's just the kind of bitch I am community is fuck (laughs) so thank you I really really appreciate you and if you have not become a patron why have you not you can donate as low as a dollar a month it doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. I want to know what a woman is. Okay. That's so I want, I want, I'm going to go with Z first. I'm going to ask Z the question first. What is a woman? I Whatever just want the definition. You be a woman to be. Diamond. What is a woman? Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, me. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, a person that navigates the world. Um, God, woman could be so many things. It just depends on what culture. Um, mm-hmm. a person that navigates the world. Um. A label. It is a label. Mm -hmm. It's hard to describe that. There's so many things that a woman can be. How they can look. Um, I definitely don't think it's genitalia. I think it's just a state of being Mm -hmm. that... um, A label you can go by. That you you have to (laughs) define it for yourself. Like, you have to define it. So, for me, a woman is a person who never... For me, Mm -hmm. I, I know that there's other forms of womanhood but for me and how I see it in myself is I navigate the world with a feminine energy um, okay. okay with a feminine dominant whether it be physically dominant mm-hmm. like you're a female body person mm-hmm. um, and that manifests your womanhood or your womanhood in your um in your style of dress and um, it's so many things. It's so many okay. things that I consider to be a woman. Okay. Um, so the reason why I asked that, the reason why I asked everybody what a woman was, um, I made a post on a guy's pay, a, a, a famous photographer. Well, not, I guess a, not a famous photographer, but he's a he's a photographer that has a lot of followers or whatever. He's really good at his work. And um, here's this lingerie line now. And I thought it was, I think his lingerie line is dope because you can twist it and style it into different things. His name is Fawcett. F-A-S, no, F-A-C-I-T, face it. Excuse me. That's so it's, no, at, it's an E. Is it E? F-A-C-E-T. F-A-C-E-T. Oh, so face it, yes. And so um, I I thought he, his his vision is every woman should be empowered, whether they're black, white, whatever. This is his vision. So, like, he has this whole movement going on, right? So I'm like, okay, I like this. This is a very good idea for a brand, a very good concept. But are trans women included? And I think if trans women were included, this would be bomb as fuck, right? I put this in the comment section. So he asked me, what is a woman? Mm-hmm. And... Everybody got to the 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 cis women got to saying a woman is a is someone who actually no let me pull it no, up no, on no, say it because that take too long listen to, okay power. um <clears throat> everyone got to saying how um a woman well, is born t- typical stuff one who can have 
who can give birth, mm-hmm. who's born with a vagina. X X chrom is it XX or X X X. Okay, yeah. Who has XX chromosomes? Mm-hmm. Who can give birth? Um, periods. Who has periods? Uterus. Who's like, a wife? Who has raised a family? Something mm-hmm. a man can't be. And so people were just reading and like it became a us versus them. And all I did was making a suggestion. And because I made a suggestion, the suggestion, a suggestion of him including trans women, trans women, right. And because I made that suggestion, it became them versus us. And they felt like I was forcing my idea on his brand. And all I did was making a suggestion about trans women. That's it. I wasn't forcing nothing. I wasn't just, what the fuck does a woman have to, the, what a woman is have to do with a lingerie line? So everybody was just attacking me. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how is all the, how are all these women sitting here saying, oh, I'm, I'm born with the God given uh, ability to know and understand what my, what my body is. And my, my, uh, I have all these genes that's passed down to take care of children and birth children out the womb and all this extra. Okay. That's cute. But I was like, this is shade. Let me clear it up and let them know that this is just a suggestion. I was really paying every day body dust and kind of and really kind of educating the people that wanted to learn and the people that were just brick walls. I just let them be. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna tag some people in. I saw tag people in and they got an understanding. They were making comments too. So I said, damn, this is crazy. All I did was make a statement. Then the next day or that night. I go on Facebook and see a post-op trans woman and I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, you know, her, she was on live. So I'm like, okay, what's going on, girl? Let's see. Let's see what you shaking up. And so they're sitting here talking about how a a post-op trans woman is a woman and a, a pre-op trans woman is a gay man or is a, is still male. So there's a difference between female and woman. And so she called herself, quote, unquote, a transsexual female. And I was like, what the fuck? So there's the division in the community. So basically you bitches is telling me that I'm basically not a trans woman. I'm a gay man and that you more of a woman than me because you got the surgery that I haven't paid for. So there's a surgery that you got that that was able to get you to further your transition than I have. So that makes me lesser than you or that or that or that separates us. What are you saying? Because fish said if you wasn't born with a pussy and you don't have no uterus baby you're not a woman so what so basically we you dividing us in all categories so there's a woman category there's a sex change category and there's the women who don't want sex want the women who don't want sex changes then there's the ones who don't want to take hormones it's, or the, the ones who don't go by he she or them pronouns so you basically putting us in all these boxes and we're not coming together as one because if we could come together as one and stop creating these fucking boxes and as a people as a black community then trump couldn't fucking break us apart like he is Understand. if we stood together like that let me let me add because i I think you gotta i think people we are privy to certain conversations that other people are not and -hmm. i think this is what you're kind of talking about Mm -hmm. so these are my along with me attacking me in some of these posts so 
I have these conversations with her, mm-hmm. not the one with the foster. Because sometimes when you tag me in post, I'm like, I just, <laughs> I don't have the energy to engage with them. This is a level of ignorance that I'm just not about to battle. Yeah. I'm just like, you, there you go. I don't fought my battles. I'm an elder. Go ahead. You do it. Way out. <laughs> so sometimes I'll say my little piece. When you tag me, I'll say my little piece and then leave and it. Then I'm, be, not, yes. I'm not about to. Um, sit and Go some people are just forth. so far gone are so far from where I need them to be you know mm-hmm. I need you to be right there at the line some people I'm don't t- want to understand yeah mm-hmm. they really don't mm-hmm. they like especially when they get to talk about you're forcing your ideals on on me and then uh, okay yeah, they don't want all to. right when I'm asking questions to get some understanding but anyway so I had some conversations uh, of the week and I kind of posted this on my Facebook so this is what I posted so, and this is just a group of people that with are within a box judging other people outside the box. So the first one is the top level, top tier. <laughs> it's cisgendered married women. So this is what you'll hear. I heard a conversation with cisgendered married women. So this mm-hmm. conversation didn't have... I was listening... I was looking at it and listening, listening to it as a trans woman, but the trans identity didn't come into play with this. This is just two cis women having a conversation and this is what one of them said. You know what? I don't think that you're a real real woman until you are a wife and you start a family because that's when womanhood really starts. Wow. And she this, she wasn't talking to a trans person. She yeah. Didn't she, was, she was talking that's to her idea. And she was talking about the, you know, like the responsibility and you know, what you have to go through with being a mom and with being a wife and da 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 da. So hmm. this is this were, this is what her box that she was creating. She was drawing the line of what womanhood was for her. That's dope. Okay, so that's one. Then there's childbearing women who have children. You're not a real woman until you become a mother. So hmm. she didn't add the wife, because you know you got the ones that are childbearing but they ain't somebody's wife. <laughs> so you know that's one now she her line that she draw for herself you not a real woman until you become a mother you know, so it's so, no longer the um it's no longer wife that it takes away the it takes down down the level because she's not a wife yet the next one is just plain cisgender women not worried about children not not you know they ain't got children yet mm-hmm. they just just plain cisgender women they say this is what I heard. You're not a real woman if you can't have kids. So they don't have kids yet, but they know they can, and it can be possible. So if you can't have kids, you don't have a vagina like me that can have kids, you're not a real woman. Mm-hmm. Then you have the sterile women, sterile females who who can, you know, they were born with a vagina, but they can't have children for mm-hmm. whatever reason. They'll say, you're not a real woman unless you have a vagina. So now... Uh, now, because they can't fit the the, the box. box of having children, they have to take the line down a little bit more. You got to have a vagina to be a woman. Like, you know, I know I can't have children, so I can't make the argument. You can, If you can't have kids, you're not a woman because I can't have children. And so I have to take the line down a little bit further to... Um, to bottom line it be about the vagina. So I got a, I was born with a vagina, so I'm a real woman. So then you go down to post op trans women. They say you're not a real woman until you have SRS 
till you done got your penis cut off. And I'm not going to take you seriously if you ain't got your penis cut off about your transition. Because how you run around with a whole dick and trying to talk about you a woman. You're not a woman until you have the sex change. She said, she said <laughs> I understand. She changed it up a few times. She said, mm-hmm. I understand you're a woman, but you're not a female. Uh-huh. I'm a female now. Basically. <laughs> right. They'll say they're a female now, now that they got um, their sex changed. changed. Even though they still got prostates, they ain't got no natural bitharlaline glands. They, it's a lot of stuff that there's, it's just we're narrowing no, it down. No uteruses. Wait, wait, wait. Know. So I'm going to go to the next level. Wait, some cis women don't have uteruses. Exactly. Right, but yeah. they don't, but, but. But, but, wait, let, take... let me finish, let me finish, let me finish. So. The post-op trans women, they're like, you know, you're not a real, real woman until I feel like Elmer Foote. I keep saying real. <laughs> I'm not a real woman if you don't have SRS. Post-pre-op, I'm sorry, pre-op trans women, there's people who haven't had the surgery, they say shit like that, shit like that too, but it's more about titties. They say, you're not a real woman until you got titties and you have. Oh, you're not a real woman till you can walk out the street with no makeup on. Uh huh. You're not a real woman. Oh, you ain't got no titties. Oh, you still a man. You ain't got no titties. Mm-hmm. The next level down is trans women with no surgeries. They'll say you're not a woman until you live in full time. And so you've been woman. on it hormones for about three years. Uh-huh. You can't compare them. Uh, if you and you should be able to. If you're a real woman, you should be able to pass without surgeries. I ain't got no surgeries. Everybody got these lines. You know what's interesting? Oh. I've never heard a trans man say that ever in my life. Say what? What? You're not a real man until you get such and such. Oh, I've heard that. You really? Yes. Absolutely. What have you wow. heard? Exactly just in their realm. Wow. Oh, you. I'm not taking you seriously until you get your titties off your chest. Wow, I've never you, they, heard that. I've heard them say, literally, <laughs> if you're serious about your transition, why would you keep your titties? I could see somebody saying that. Though. I've heard it with yeah. my own ears, and I was like, what? Oh. What kind of trans man? I ain't never been done like you. But then I met a few of them that's like that. Damn. The same way trans women are, mm-hmm. like we just were talking about. There's some trans women who feel like if you don't get your dick cut off, you're not a real trans woman. You playing. Or if you ain't got no titties, then you... Or you ain't got no titties, mm-hmm. you're not serious about it. Yeah. How you ain't got no titties, bitch? That's what makes you a woman, girl. Yes, I remember. I, I used a... to be that girl. Trust me. Really? <laughs> yes. I, I... Used to, I felt like if you ain't got no titties, you playing dress up, bitch. But I had little bitty baby titties. I had I had titties, but they just wasn't big. Well, I don't. I don't. I well, let me. T- t- well, I didn't what know happened you when I was in this? Well, what happened to me? I was in Atlanta, and it, a older. Well, it was a guy checking me out at the gay club, and it was an older woman there, and she just she 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 went and. Right, the guy was looking at me and talking to me, went right in front of me and said, Baby, I'm a real woman. I got titties. Yeah. And I the, said, ah. She crossed the line. She had set the line, baby. You're not a real woman if you ain't got titties, baby. Bitch. You over there with them little mosquito viruses. That's <laughs> not a titty girl. I got these jugs. Da da da. I used to be that person. When I was like 20. 23 mm-hmm. I, and it wasn't I wouldn't I wouldn't say that I would never do what she did I wouldn't make somebody feel bad but in my mind I'm like if you ain't got no titties yet in my mind I think you playing I think you dressing up mm-hmm. I feel like you just dressing up and you just doing drag and so oh to me if you got titties then I'm gonna call Star Carl on you a girl because I know you serious because it would be butch queens that would get up in and the next time I saw them it would be a boy, you, a boy. Mm-hmm. and so 
I thought you were transitioning, girl. What happened? What bitch? happened? Where, where you? I come pick you up. You say you want to go to the motherfucking store. You come outside with some shorts on and uh, a, a cap and on. No and a basketball cap. Bitch. What? Like, well, why am I? But, but, and so I didn't, I hadn't evolved mm-hmm. into, uh, into that person that I, that I am now. Like, if you tell me you're trans, I'm going to go with that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to judge based on your body parts because I think that's where it becomes problematic. Let me clear this up real mm-hmm. quick, Diamond. Now um now I do know there is some um trans women who identify as lesbian and they do cross those boundaries and they do wear masculine clothes. So I'm not saying that you're not a woman because no, we're you, not saying that. Yeah, we're yeah, just, yeah. I just wanted to clear that up just in case they you know it's some I don't think that they would think that because yeah. that's what we are discussing. We're discussing the rules, these ridiculous rules mm-hmm. about body parts that we are putting on people, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. that's what she was doing. She was yeah. saying, well, because you don't have the body parts, the, tr- the trans woman in this discussion that we were having, she was saying, because you don't have the body parts that I have, mm-hmm. you are not a real woman. Mm-hmm. That is a cisgendered logic, mm-hmm. a bigot's logic. And you're just a trans woman who, have, have, uh, who has adopted that logic. Because, like I told her, when you get a sex change, you don't take the prostate out. And women don't have prostates. So if you still have a prostate and we're judging your womanhood based on body parts, if you still have a prostate in your body, baby, then you should be a woman. You should be still a man to yourself. (laughs) If we're basing transitioning on body body parts, parts, you still have male body parts in you. You still have male DNA in you. You still got that X. XY chromosome in you, in your cell, in your cellular structure. You know, it one girl's there. argument was like, oh, if you die and they um pull you pull the covers off of you and you still get your piece, they're not gonna say you're a female. But if you got a sex change, then they're gonna say you're a female. But you don't think they do DNA tests? I just I feel like I feel like it's ridiculous. Yeah. I think that we are um I really didn't want to engage in that conversation. It was because, ridiculous. But because I was a trans man, a lot of I feel like a lot of the problem with trans women Because you spit in the face of that. Right. Because trans women are the front face of trans people, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm tired of this because exactly what happened when I came into the conversation, she was like, Well, uh uh Trans men are different. Yeah, she was like, right. She, she tried to right. move the line, right. blur the line, and wiggle it. And so you're a person who's saying, um, "I I was born with what I have." Right. And here we go again. Yours is not like mine. Right. I was <laughs> like, I'm female body, then that's okay for me to express. Why mm-hmm. is it not okay for you to be real with yourself? Mm-hmm. You know and it's I'm not saying? invalidating your identity. It's not. But I think I think that is a progressive mindset around I think we go back to what we were talking about in regards to internalized transphobia. Right. And people trying to assimilate to cis-normativity in a way that what what did we learn on polls? They said, you got to have somebody to put your foot, somebody's neck to put your foot in. Mm-hmm. And so, now that I, now what I think, um, not all, because this is not all post-op women, because some post-op yeah. women are cool as fuck, and they are not trying mm. to um, force their views. Force their That's views. Force or, views. Yeah, they're not trying to do that. <laughs> okay. but, some, but some of them Take their new man-made vaginas, and and it's a badge of honor, a pedestal that they stand on, 
to make other trans women look bad and feel bad and what i and what i what what didn't make sense to me was like okay basically you bitches are saying that (laughs) i didn't get when they started talking about balls i was like what they got they started talking about balls because this what happened because this let me tell you Mm. what happened was when we was in the motherfucking well okay let me i when i get obsessed i start to get countries when when we was in the video together um and i was in the background and i started shaking my arm and because and letting showing them that i wasn't toned and i lift my head back and show that and have an adam's apple and then she um um pulled her was about to show her pussy i was like girl you. But it was, but it was both of y'all doing yes, this physical I was stuff. Like, it wasn't just her. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was both, it of, was both of us being catty, and that's being catty and and narrowing down womanhood to body parts. A really ancient feminist stance is that women's value is not placed in their body parts or having them or what their body parts can do and making babies and uh, there's more to a woman than her vagina, right? That's like a purely feminist stance. I've heard that for years. And that's one of my reasons and problems with TERFs. It's like you are, when it comes to being inclusive of trans women, you want to narrow womanhood down to your body part, but you don't want men to narrow you down to body parts. It just, I don't, it just confusing. So when trans women are on some, I don't have no Adam's apple type stuff and you do, so you're not a woman and. So a bitch, a trans woman with an Adam's apple is a is not a woman now. Uh, no, it's not. You, you, you but I, I had like took it to that ballroom uh, element. That's right. what I was given. I wasn't, get, you know, because ballroom and and out of ballroom views are completely different. Mm-hmm. Because you not you can lose yes because you could lose over a girl who's totally not realer than you but because she wins is because of politics because of the girl they she got her good girlfriends on the panel that can happen in the real world yeah <laughs> that can happen in the real world though so that's right. not just ball that's, yeah, that's politics true. can be played and you can get benefits um, nepotism it could be that's just, that's nepotism that's you can get benefits from just because your friends got the benefits um, it, I I feel like. They weren't getting that gender and identity is different. two different things, <laughs> and sex is a different. Right. This is this is this is the problem. <laughs> sex, like biological sex, is a, a state of being. So, I think the mix up really boiled down to. I talked about this in a in a moment on one of my, on one episode previously. Mixing up the difference between woman and the difference between female. Mm-hmm. So, that goes into my topic. And when we have these conversations, we tend to forget about intersex people putting Absolutely. that great that gray area into life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and, and biology mom. don't let us forget it because right. that's the that's that's the that's the kicker. So let me talk about <laughs> and my non and my non-binary sisters and brothers. So I want to talk about the bio biopsychology of. Being transgender, mm-hmm. okay. So, I think when it comes to acceptance and the idea of gender identity having a a biological basis, one of the reasons is because it's really factual and it's really measurable evidence that we can see when it comes to the biopsychology of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just oh, I think this or I feel this and in my mind this and da 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 da. It is like you know. 
while why I'm interested in that subject is because it's something we can actually measure. We yeah. can do use the scientific me- method to see the facts yeah. about it. Yeah. So, you know, the theories of biopsychology perspective are not like, you know, the psychoanalytical perspective like Sigmund and Freud, which are based on the idea of the mind and subconscious, which cannot be actually observed. I always have a problem with Sigmund Freud's psychoanalytical theories because one of the things about science, you got to observe it. I can't observe the mind. Mm-hmm. I can't, you can't really observe the mind like that, like in the same way that you can observe the body. So... I feel like genetics can be observed and broken down. And so that's why it was, it's really important for me to understand the biology of being trans. So the ability to observe and study is what the scientific me- method is all about. That's what makes it more reliable. That's what make um, a more reliable surface study equate to more pervasive arguments to facts around gender identity with a biological basis. This leads to more understanding, I think, and acceptance Remember when we believed that the earth was flat? Yep. <laughs> some people still believe that. And some yes. people still do. But we, at one point, it was common in in that every, yeah. like, the majority of the people yeah. thought mm-hmm. the world was flat. But then science came along and do, 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 do. No, this is not. The mm-hmm. earth is round. And, um... Here's some studies, here's some things, and the earth is round. Here you go. And so now... After all these years and the thousand thousands of years, it is common to everybody that the earth is round. Right. Right. We don't question that. Some people do. Yeah. On the fringe, <laughs> fringe people do. But the majority of people, we don't question that the earth is round and it's spinning on the axis around the sun. And we get most of our, you know, our energy from the sun. And, you know, we this, if the sun went away, the whole earth would be destroyed. Wow. <laughs> we know that. So um, these are facts. Um one of the things about 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 transness, the na- the nature versus nurture debate, is always at the heart of the gender identity debate. From the time that a transsexual dad thinks that he did something wrong <laughs> as a parent, or to the time the mother said, "I knew you were different when you were like two years old. You came out. I knew you were born like this." Like, everybody questioning, did I do something wrong? Did my environment change you? Or were you just born this way? Mm-hmm. The, the nature versus nurture is always at the core of the argument when it comes to transness, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to debates against transness, religion and God are always at the center. God didn't make you this. God made you like this. You're your... confused. <laughs> You're weird. God made you a mm-hmm. man or God made you a woman. Or God made you male, God made you female. So that's what you're meant to be and will always be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and that's what it is. The reason why I think biopsychology is important because biology is what we consider God-given, nature. All that stuff is mm-hmm. God did this and God did that. So it debunks the Christian way, the Muslim way, all the religious ways. Um, so I find it interesting when I find studies that are based in biology. So one of the things that I kind of want to talk about um, is there was a study in um, the Netherlands, the Institute of Neuroscience, um, where they used three different stainings through the middle of the nuclei mm-hmm. in the hypothalamus. 
What's that? It's a part of the brain that controls um, like hunger. It controls your body temperature. It controls sleep. It controls, it's the link between your nervous system and the endocrine system, which that system in layman terms, it controls all the chemicals like the estrogen, the testosterone, and all the chemical that releases in your body to control what your body does in taking care of itself. So they did a study on trans people and that part of their brain structure, not their mind, their actual structure. They were able to determine the male to female transsexuals, in fact, had the same size and number of neurons as a normal females. Mm -hmm. And this was similar incurring in female to males. They had the same size and number of neurons as males. Mm -hmm. So, and this was before the administration of hormones. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about, I think it's really important that when we talk about what parts of the body are important. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The brain. The brain. That part. (laughs) So the brain. So like if I get in an accident and, and my genitalia is damaged and I got to remove my whole genitalia, I still can live life. That's but if how, I, um, go ahead, I'm sorry. If I, if I, um, but if I get damage my to brain, your brain and my brain is removed, what's going to happen? I'm done. You're going to be a vegetable or not? <laughs> right, I'm done. If not just a vegetable, bitch, you're dead. Your uh, brain controls dead. everything. So I would feel like that the brain is really more important. Um, another study it actually, at the time, was the largest study in um, trans, trans with trans people um, to that date. Um, was con- conducted by 122 male to female transsexuals. Oh, cute! And they find that there were three genes known to be associated with sexual development: the androgen receptor, the estrogen receptor, and the enzymes which convert into either testosterone and estrogen. Hmm. In the subject, they found that the androgen receptors with were longer in them who were genetically male, which caused it a weak testosterone signal. This weak signal can be integral in affecting the gender development in the womb. So this is um, the Harry Institute of Medical Research. They said that we think that this is a, this is a genetic difference might reduce testosterone actions and under and under masculinize the brain during the fetal development. So what they're saying oh, is wow. that the actual brain structure is can develop in a female way, mm-hmm. which can cause your body to go to the male side and your brain to go to the female side. You know, I honestly feel like when people call that type of stuff a defect. I don't believe it because I'm looking at when I, I'm a nature lover, so I look at male seahorses giving birth, shit uh-huh. like that. It's or, like, or, how can you see that as a mistake? Not even sea or not not just even seahorses. Um, what was Nemo? Clownfish. Clownfish. Okay, so fish. Yeah, clown or koi fish, clownfish. Mm-hmm. They if, okay. So say for instance, you put a group of females in a tank. What's going to happen is a pecking order, and the uh, the uh, the the female that's the 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 most uh, dominant, dominant is going to turn male, mm-hmm. and then the rest will be female, and 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 so on and so on. Mm-hmm. And so, then, if, and then if she dies, the one who was male, who was her mate person, 
will turn to a female and the pecking order will change. Yes, they that is second. sickening. But but I but I, I even that people will just still say there's still animals. That's animals. There's not right. human beings. Right. And so even though we got all of these um, variations, right, the variations of other animals. Us being varied and there being a gray area of human beings, it's hard for them to understand. And then we're not the majority, so they can oppress us. Right. If they All want right. to. They want, and they mm-hmm. want us to, everybody, it's just normal for you to be, the, them want, to want us to be in the simple understanding boxes of male and female. Mm-hmm. So another study talks about the corpus callosum. Mm-hmm which is the portion of the brain that connects and facilitates communication between the left and right hemisphere of the brain. Mm -hmm. The shape is reversed in transsexuals. So how your corpus callosum is shaped is based on your identity, not based on your identity, but it matches your identity. So how your right and your left hemisphere Mm -hmm. is shaped is more like you, Mia. Yours will be more shaped like a cisgender female Mm -hmm. these would be more shaped like a cisgender male Mm -hmm. and so they did this study on so many trans folks prior to any hormones being administered really so okay what year was this what year was this this was in 2005 oh that's dope yep so and they they did mris Mm -hmm. on all these trans folks um so the evidence shows that there is a brain sex between your ears as opposed to between your legs. How is that hard to believe? I don't get it. They don't get it because you don't. Listen, they don't get it because they're not going through life. So since they're not going through it, it's like, okay, girl, <laughs> what, what, what are you trying to say? Either you're female or you're male. That's what I know. You can't be nothing different. I don't, I don't want to understand. They, they gag when I say, yes, I am female-bodied. Right, so if if your if your mental if your mental sex is going one way and your physical sex is going another way, of course, how this manifests is you're going to be a trans person, and because mm-hmm. of all the rules of society, how that manifests is going to be very different. You could come from a you could come be born into a liberal family, and they allow your transness to flourish like a Jazz Jennings, mm-hmm. or you can come into a strict conservative family, and because you didn't allow you weren't allowed for your transness to flourish in a healthy way, it could turn into something weird, right? you know, and dangerous and problematic. And, um, you gotta kill yourself because you mm-hmm. can't deal with anything or, um, there's so many ways that it can manifest when you're in an unhealthy relationship um, with, with your environment. So these studies and countless other studies show that it is extremely likely that there is a genetic basis to gender identity. It is, my belief from personal experience (laughs) and personal evaluation of the transgender community that there is a biological basis that predisposes transsexuals to becoming what they are. Yes, making the choice to transition into your new gender depends on how your environment allows it to manifest. A transsexual cannot transition in Uganda freely without Mm -hmm. being risked of death, get, yeah, being death. killed, and and illegally. This extreme social negativity towards transitioning prevents the choice of living a, a social life into your new gender. 
to prevent you from living your truth, right? So mm-hmm. you're in depression. So you're in depression. Mm-hmm. You're Suicidal. you're stunted. Mm-hmm. Whereas a transsexual in America, although we can just freely transition, we but we don't have the oppression like you know Uganda. Let's be real about it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, oh we we can transition freely because of the wealth of rights we have as American citizens. Now we know that's nuanced. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Although the lifestyle is um, still marginalizing in America, we just don't have um, those level of resistance. You know what I find ironic is how quickly and easily that people can accept alcoholism has a genetic basis. Mm -hmm. It does. A lot of a lot of things that you do. Psychology books, anything that had to do with addiction. Yeah, pass down to your from your parents to the exactly. They're Mm -hmm. they're ready to accept. Oh my God, this has a biological basis that can be passed down. Now remind, alcoholism is based on taking a fucking drink, something outside (laughs) of your body, and drinking. You are your DNA. <laughs> they believe that your DNA, and I believe. I it's don't true. think that this is. Yeah, I believe yeah, this is I true. I'm not being sarcastic. Like I don't believe this. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just saying you have. You have. You can believe that you can be genetically predispositioned to be a alcoholic to take a drink of alcohol, but you cannot believe that we can be genetically predisposed to being trans. Like, that's crazy to me. They'll go hard naming their boat or car she (laughs) can't call me the right pronouns. (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) Um, So you feel like society can accept that someone choosing to pick a whiskey bottle up and gluttonously drinking it irresponsibly has a biological reason but a person feel like it, feeling like the opposite says. With studies that explain this feeling on a biological level, it's just unacceptable and shunned. That's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this just does not seem very logical or fair. The difference, though, is that drinking is socially acceptable and in some instances yes. seen as cool, whereas transgender, being a transgender person is seen as weird, sexual, deviant lifestyle only explored by perverts, yes. expo- exploited by All the sex that. industry, smut TV for shock value and ratings, i.e. Jerry yes. Springer. That's totally what I am. <laughs> exactly, because they always say that you have to look a certain way. Like, the narratives, you got to mm-hmm. look hard. Like, they don't let the... Mm. Don't go there. <laughs> I think the issue of gender identity and sexual orientation. Can you edit that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I, like I always do. <laughs> I think the issue of gender identity and sexual orientation will end in a similar way to the issue of the shape of the planet. When everyone thought the world was flat, <laughs> science and research came along and proved that it was round. There was a period in this transition where people will consider. You know, they were considered educated and they were dumb as fuck when it comes to the shape of the earth. And right now people are considered educated about transness and people think they're educated and they're not because they're not, they, they have no intention of find, finding studies. It's the people who are open to the idea. And even trans people could exactly. not to be ignorant. And, and yes. those are the people who think that your your gender identity is based on a motherfucking sex change. It's based on your body. It's based on your body. On a, on a, on a, on a, it's based on a surgery you can get or not. 
Now, I want to be realistic. I want y'all to understand. I want to be realistic. The layman, average Joe person is not keeping up with the advance in neuroscience, (laughs) especially as it pertains to gender identity. Gender identity is not their issue until we are trying to use their restroom, be Girl Scouts, or receive um, spousal support when our spouse dies for some reason. Live like or just live. Twelve-year-old girl that's getting harassed by parents. The key is to bring the knowledge to school books and colleges so that um, the next generation doesn't suck. Yes. (laughs) Hopefully, and I made this point. Hopefully, they can teach basic shit like this in high school. You know Uh what I'm saying? I didn't learn anything about that till college. You know, college is not something that is. required so yeah they need to do some the what is it called sex ed or whatever Uh, that class is all you learn about is uh penises and and vaginas and how to put on a condom they need to way way teach more you learn about stds that's it girl that's way more than to uh vaginas condoms having sex babies (laughs) and we literally watched what is that something me uh, fat me or something like that supersize me Oh. That's all we watching. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. No. I think we need sex education. I think we need a more thorough, more open um, biology courses mm-hmm. in regards to sex and gender and stuff yes. like that. Um, so that, that our next generation is not stuck in a notion that an individual is born with a penis and he is simply a male slash man or is an individual if is or if an individual is born with a vagina that he's just that she's just a female, just a woman and blah blah blah. I think that um, that doesn't give any consideration to the variations of the obvious physical that can happen. Right. It don't have to be a big, long thing about trans people, but just let it be known that yeah, it's just include. nature. It's nature. Be inclusive. And I think the word intersex, like I think yeah. when mm-hmm. you think about intersex people, intersex people exist, but it is when we talk, they're judged based on just the inner, their body part. Like if right. they have two right. genitalia. But intersex also could be if you your mental went to this sex Chromosome. and your body went to this sex mm-hmm. it's like if your brain and when I say mental I'm talking about your brain structure if your brain structure went more to the female side and I, and I'm saying that because your structure of your brain not just your mind not just the feelings yeah. I want to emphasize the actual structure of your brain is what these scientific studies are talking yes. about these are right. structures being flipped in the same way that you feel your gender is and there's and so your many body. so many different combinations that could happen how far is there so many how far did the did the uh, my corpus callosum get to femaleness Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's, How far did it go there in regards to comparing to a female brain structure? Right. Not just my, it's not just about my feelings and my mind tells me I'm a woman. These mm-hmm. um, these things that we can't study. We're talking about actual brain structures here, folks. You know what's <laughs> interesting, Diamond? That no matter how much scientific proof you have that you can let somebody know. Nah, they shut they up st- when I when them the facts. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. And then they just, and this is the this is the most popular conclusion. You're just confused. Yeah, I can see that. But 
But then those are people who are just willfully ignorant. Like right. if I give you the information and um and I and I give you all of these studies. Now mind you, these are all um just studies. There's there's so many um and some things are just theories, some things are like like the, all I'm asking is for you to be open to the possibility of right. there being um more than just male and female on a bi- biological level. We yes. know all of these syndromes that we got Kleinfelter syndrome, we have De La Chapelle syndrome, we have um, Turner syndrome, we have um, Swear syndrome, mm-hmm. all these syndromes. So um, that manifests in a different way. We know that men are born with an extra X chromosome, one out mm-hmm. of every thousand. They know it could be uh, it could be one out of every mm-hmm. five hundred, but we know it's one out of every thousand born with an extra X chromosome. How does that extra X chromosome, being mm-hmm. an XXY male, mm-hmm. how does that manifest? How does that affect your brain? How does that affect how you navigate the world? There's no studies being done by that stuff. Right. There's no studies. So understand that all I'm asking is that for you. Look at when we look at a bed of tulips. I said this before. When we look at a bed of tulips, mm-hmm. when you looking far away, they're all gonna be like a red tulips. Mm-hmm. They're all gonna be red. They're gonna have their long stems. They're gonna have their um their leaves. They're gonna have their um that the, the green part. Mm-hmm. You're gonna look at it, and from far away, it's like okay, well, these are all the same type of flower. These are mm-hmm. all tulips. But when you go further in, when you zoom in with a camera, you realize that, wait, yeah, they all look red. But if you look at them a little bit closer, the redness is different in all of them. Mm -hmm. It's like this one may be a little bit more pink. This one may be a little bit more purple. This one may be a little bit darker on the tips and lighter in the the inside part. Mm -hmm. This one may be... This petal is bent a little bit. This one leaves go down like this, and this one leaves do like this. This one stem leans over. This one stem is really, really straight. This but one. But does that make them defected? Right. No. There's so many variations <laughs> of all of these different tulips, and they look different. But they're all tulips. <laughs> <laughs> but they just look different, and it's in, it's crazy for you to think that in humanity that we are just carbon copies of each other that we don't we all are variations and when it comes to our sex Mm -hmm. like sex there are some people who fall in a gray area and it's mental it could be mental it could be physical and understand that sometimes that physical manifestation leads to people being trans i think science is leaning towards that there's tons of science out there and like i said i know that the layman is not looking at for these studies but we are because we are trans and we we're looking for tools to battle against you in favor to what we know to be true. Some, People are telling us that we are gaslighting us and telling us that we are crazy. Yes. Yeah, Come some, on, gaslighting. Some, some hardcore religious people, you know, they just they are against science. So. So we can't, help them. we can't help. Yeah. Them. No, that's a, <laughs> that's a, you, a agree to disagree, you know, you know. So <laughs> tell me what y'all think. I'm going to put a link in some of, to some of these studies down in our show notes. Um, hashtag Marsha's Play. Tell us what you think. Tell us what your school taught you. Tell us what you believe. All that good stuff. So last episode, we, we 
you know, we talked about the stylist that was <laughs> that asked Vanessa if she got HIV. And we told y'all we was going to shout out some of the people who hashtagged and let us know what their thoughts was. So we picked a few. Um, mine is from HevC4, at HevC4. Marcia's played the stylist was a damn lie <laughs> because she did not ask Vanessa none of that when she thought she was a cis woman. And my face twisted up when she asked her that, too, because my sis ass ain't never been asked no shit like that when it comes to my status when booking a hair appointment. I know that's right. Okay. <laughs> bitch, you ain't never said that. Don't nobody ask that bullshit. Do you not go to Rhea? Because, bitch, I can't wax you if you do. <laughs> oh, I didn't think of that. Ciao, boo. Hopefully somebody oh. say that. Ain't nobody gonna ask you that shit. Get the fuck out of here. Well, my- Nella. Bitch. <laughs> Mine is from Clarissa Joe from B More. B More. She said, "Is this Baltimore in the house?" I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> she said, "Is this witch drawing blood in the detangling process?" <laughs> right. How I you was... fuck you getting uh, uh, exposed to blood and you fucking detangling? Bitches, some you hair. ripping out hair like. <laughs> How do you get to the point that blood the, being drawn? I done been to the strongest knuckle Africans, baby, and I ain't never had <laughs> no blood knuckle. be drawn. <laughs> Not the strongest knuckle Africans. Baby, they were, ah. I felt like they were pulling thoughts into my brains. <laughs> <laughs> and wasn't no blood drawn. So how the fuck you gonna get exposed oh, to some blood? It feel like blood being drawn that night when you get on that pillow. Your head be hurting bad as fuck. You be like, Lord, I can't lay on the pillow. <laughs> What's yours, Mia? So my hashtag is at strange exits. She says, can you take that out? It's me as catchphrase. Domino, never take it out. <laughs> <laughs> never. But no shame. I, there's a lot of shit that I do take out. Mia gets real slick. Real and quick. I feel, <laughs> real quick. And get to read and get to, you know, she just says stuff. And, you know, sometimes I'm like, I don't want to get in uh, get in popping like that. <laughs> That's this, this transphobia she got oh, going on. She got a lot the, of, oh. you know, problematic things to say. And don't I listen to, to them. them. <laughs> She's homophobic. Since, uh, if we gonna judge who is censored the most, Mia is the most censored. <laughs> so trust and believe, she is the most censored. <laughs> I take a lot of stuff out. <laughs> I just don't take the funny parts when she asks to be taken out. <laughs> so thank y'all for participating. This is the end of the show. Let us know what y'all think about this show, um, and we'll do the same next week. Have a great night, y'all. Bye-bye. Buenas noches. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamond, S-T-Y-L-Z, at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every little-